they use the extreme to kind of justify their positioning. You know, whether it's the fact that a uh, liberal is coming and trying to paint conservatives as all racist and, you know, want to tear down the government by raiding the White House on January 6th. Or something like a conservative going like, oh, all liberals are crazy. They just want to riot and tear down cities for like the BLM riots. So, you know, in those situations, they try to use extremes that justify their positions when uh, at the end of the day, most people don't even agree with either of those circumstances in the first place. The biggest problem Lawrence we know most is that a lot of people got opinions, but they can't back it up, both the left and the right. Strong opinions, but not having a logical framework to back it up. Because, no, if you're going to be a Christian, a Christian has a much higher standards than most people when it comes to presenting themselves. They cannot enjoy provoking other people. There's a biblical quote about that, Second Timothy. Look at it. I am not making this up. If you love seeking controversy, if you love being controversial just for the sake of being controversial, that is problematic. Welcome back to the Purple Political Podcast. I am your host, Riddell Lewis. Welcome back to episode number 19 of the podcast, as we're going to be talking about what it means to be an independent, what it means to be in the middle, what it means to be purple. A uh, good question, I feel like, I sh- that should be answered, especially considering that's kind of the motto of the podcast to a certain extent. Of course, before we dive into the content at hand, I'm going to read off a review. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can go on the website and leave a review so you can be shouted out in one of the future episodes. This review is from JT Allen. appreciate you. They said, what a difficult way to approach politics. There are countless podcasts that provide an echo chamber for people of all political leanings. This is not one of those podcasts, and that's a great thing. Excellent questions are asked and different viewpoints are presented. Appreciate you. That's what I try to do here. Try to have excellent conversations. And I never really get biased towards any type of political ideology. I kind of just go based on my own personal logic. So that's how I do things. So, of course, we're going to dive into the uh, topic. This should be a great conversation. And for the uh, guest here today, I have my guy here, Elias. So, can you introduce yourself, what you're about, and all that good stuff? All right, put it as short, as concise as possible. I am an independent voter. I go by just, I'm going to kind of like re- repeat to some extent. Um, I just go by logic, what I think is best for the country, and I do issue by issue by issue. I don't go with the prepackaged political crap that's presented by the left and the right. I make my own package. And, and if you want to hack a look into my voting records, it is purple as hell. So you will know I'm the real deal when it comes to being a moderate and picking certain sides. But me, I am I am a self-proclaimed, because it's not official yet, researcher. I'm a history buff for sure. I study history. So my perspectives come from history. So there are certain things that I'm going to sound left-leaning on and some things are going to sound very right-leaning on. I'm a interesting mix when it comes to um, politics. I am a Christian, but I don't I don't believe in forcing Christianity upon others. If you want to be Christian, it's because ask me your true intent. Ask me your heart into it. You know, forcing anything is no good. Even the Bible says so. Bible understands free will. Something that the church establishment tends to forget pretty conveniently for their own political agenda. And, you know, and other agendas as well. So, Maybe I'm a native New Yorker, 
And that's the last tip I'm going to add. So, and you know, New York is shifting purple, ironically, is shifting that purple trend, especially the House of Representative seats. Republicans made gains there. So it's, it's representing a little bit of my political leanings, a little by little, but still dominated by the blue. So it got some ways to go in moderating its political um, makeup. Democrats still favor New York, just by the way, but not as much. But it's not as super solid blue as um, it will never be as super solid blue as California. That's for sure. Yeah, Libby Kelly. Yeah, Libby Kelly. Um, yep. So, do you, you know, I think this is appropriate to ask. Do you say you're completely in the middle, or do you like, are you like more left centrist or right centrist? No, to answer that very simply, I have shifted. There are certain election cycles I am center left, and there's some I'm center right. I want to achieve balance in this country because too left leaning, too right leaning. I have seen the pros of cons of um, both. I'll say one more than the other. Since I'm in New York, I've seen the cons more of too much left. And when I seen too much right wing, I was say Julie Giuliani. Well, there were certain things that I was not a big fan of. So that's how things shape my political beliefs. So as of right now, I am shifted just a little tad to the right, just a little bit. But that, but definitely, but a lot of conservatives say I'm too left leaning for them, and a lot of liberals say I'm too right leaning for them. So. Yeah, so as of right now, I shift these a little barely to the right. I'll say if you want to do a scale like five percent, a little bit to the right, right now, that could easily shift. But I'll, I always stay in the center. Okay, that's fair. That's because fair. both sides are too crazy for me. The MAGAs, the progressives. Eh, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm anti extremist. That part I'm clear about. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't like um, yeah. Every- the MAGAs, the the extreme, uh, you know, social media leftists. They're they're very annoying as well. Um, and you see that you, Hey man, I see that firsthand every time I post a clip about some issue, um, where I'm going to have either a lefty or righty complaining in the comment section or a lefty or righty agreeing and saying the other side sucks. So, you know, that's basically all it is. It's kind of funny, but you know, it's kind of, uh, unfortunate at the same time. So what, in your opinion, if you had to give an explanation on what it truly means to be an independent be a moderate, be a centrist. What, what what definition would you give for that? Oh well, center is finding the best of what the left wing and the right wing has to say, and, and then mushing it together. Um, get get rid of the extremists, and let me just use the perspective of abortion. Of course, as a Christian, I'm generally against it, but. To make it more centrist, we will have to put reasonable um, restrictions. What would that be like? Um, I think the baby should be aboard to save the mother's life. I'll say that one's rational because we want the mother to live, unfortunately, if it comes to that. I mean, of course, it would be ideal if every baby was born. But unfortunately, reality is, you know, some don't make it quite through. If they, you know the baby's not going to make it. I think abortion is a rational option, right? I mean... You know, if you have a, a very high chance of death, I, mean, I don't blame the mother um, for doing that. I mean, you know, as if um, she chooses so. Well, you know, I don't want to, you know, I disagree with post-abortion. Um, I think that's too crazy. And being super strict with abortion is too crazy as well. I think 
um, birth control drugs should be allowed. The far right wants like, excluded. No, 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 no. I said, no, I disagree with that. And the right and then the left is, okay, even after the baby's form terminated, no, I'm against it. We got to find what's in the middle. Certain, I believe, in certain policies of um, abortion. That's this one could probably prove that I am a centrist. And so when it comes to, you know, it comes to uh, abortion, I will allow to some degree, I, you know, just to make sure that the mother lives. And if the if the birth is not viable, then you know I think um, termination should be um, allowed, and birth control should be allowed as well. The far right is up, oh, abortion is not allowed, birth control is not allowed. No, I think if that's too crazy on the Republican side, and so that's my somewhat centrist point of view on abortion. And the next one is immigration. Immigration, we need a policy that allows good immigrants to come through. Come through while filtering out the bad and it should not be based on race what country they're from it should be why they're here do you want to contribute to america you know some, something like that um you know we don't want to we don't want to be too restrictive to the point that we don't allow immigrants because diversity i think it's beautiful uh, personally it talks to people with different points of view different religions different backgrounds i think it broadens one's horizon i you know I think that's a wonderful, but at the same, but at the same time, we want to balance it out. Make sure that the bad people is not coming in, some like criminals, for example, getting through the border. That's gonna be a hard thing to balance, but I think um, we should come to the, the agreement with that. So, I have a centrist point of view. I don't want to be too strict to the point that we start excluding so many immigrants, and I also want to be too open to the point that any whack job just coming through the border causing mayhem. And what have you. So we need a balance. When it comes to immigration, I think we need a very balanced um, policy. And of course, make it humane as possible as well. Because the last thing with the Ron DeSantis, I initially agree with it. But then I shifted when a lot of people had the same skin color. I said, that looks pretty racist. And I'm not the first to think racism. But if you make it easy for me to think racism, it's going to be racist. Okay, so things... So... That that's that's my um issue with that. We we need to find a fine um balance with that. And then for people who are running away from you know from crazy political events, I think they should come here. Uh safe haven. I agree with that. Okay, you know, any okay. country. It doesn't have to it doesn't have to be a white country, black country, any country that's going through any of that. Sadly, some countries are favorable more than others, which shows some kind of bias, just to put it mildly. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. To kind of, um, I'm going to ask a follow-up question, but to kind of give my honest uh, opinions about the, the same issues that I was referring to based on my centrist point of view is basically, for the most part, when it comes to abortion, um, I've always said that I think there needs to be a recognition that what you're doing is, for the most part, killing a baby. Now, my thing is, in regards to abortion, I am not, uh, in terms of like what it is exactly, like the whole aspect of you trying to kind of uh, separate the the humanity from it, saying that it's just some cell is dishonest if we're being completely, it's just trying to kind of save your own moral compass. And for the most part, you know, I see why you're trying to do that, but I think I think you need to recognize what you're doing. Um, but at the same time. I will say that that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm against abortion by any means. 
I think it's definitely a situational. I think if people do recognize what they're doing, they'll be more cognizant of trying to make sure that they're not put in a situation where abortion is something that they have to rely on or do consistently like casual sex, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm be, I can't be hypocritical. I definitely partake, but at the same time, I always wear that I'm wearing condoms and all that stuff. I asked the girl, she's wearing, she uses birth control, of course. And, you know, just got to put yourself in a situation where you don't have to make that kind of decision, which should be not a common thing you do constantly, but should be a serious decision that you always consider. So that's my take in regarding that. Uh, I don't think it definitely should be some common event you could do just like breathing by any means. For So for the aspect of abortion being uh being banned i'm not i'm not in favor of that i don't think it helps any you know by any means in terms of in terms of women in terms of they're gonna do it anyway and they're just gonna do it illegally or more dangerously and even when you go like i definitely don't agree when you go to extremes and just ban it to the point where even if someone gets pregnant from uh rape or incest or anything and you're still not allowing it then it's like Okay, then you're just being kind of petty right now. You're not you 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 have a, a stance and you're not even moving or budging by any means and that's that's absolutely ridiculous. So uh there should always be a fine line. There should always be some rationale to what is going on. So that is my take in reference to abortion. As for immigration, I'm kind of similar. I think immigration shouldn't be absolutely open borders where anybody can come at any point in time. That's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. But immigration should definitely be a thing that you know we should be welcoming to. I mean, that is the United States. We are the country that brought in a whole bunch of immigrants. We are the melting pot of the world for the most part. Even though people try to say, oh, yeah, these other countries have more races. No, in reality, they have the same type of people that are just different sub like slightly different where we have literally just completely different people in this country so immigration should always be a thing but uh definitely need to pay attention to who's coming across like you said we don't want criminals coming across uh and we don't want it to a situation where we're relying on immigration for some of the like more strenuous labor because americans are getting absolutely freaking lazy so we need to be more willing to uh, do those jobs that we don't want to do. And that would help a lot of people in those situations in terms of employment, of course. So. No, those are very fair points. Yeah. Maybe, no, no, yeah, there, I have no debate on anything that you just um, said. I mean, that'd be something that I'll just, if I was a lawmaker, me was lawmakers together, probably two independents. That's up. Agree, agree, agree. We would be one of the few, you know, that'll be an easy, um, easy conversation. Not a lot of yeah. experiment on there. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Because too much restriction is no good. But at the same time, too much um too much options of you know, make abortion a very common thing. That'll be something I'm obviously against. You know, like I think you said it best, it has to be situational and you know and we, we and I think we should be preventative and try to get you know, especially the woman, and of course the, to, you know, to that situation, we should try to be preventative. That's why I believe in birth control stuff in the first place. I mean, they want to ban that plus abortion in the red states. That's why some of them are going over the border. And like you said, they do things. It, it people do things more illegally in the dark, and it's definitely more dangerous. Making these yeah. once fertile women barren, some of them. 
Yeah, that's a, that's not good by any means. Um, no, <laughs> I think the the hardest part for these type of situations for a lot of people that, for the most part, most people actually tend to lean middle ish or either middle uh, center left or center right, but they don't really know anything. So when you kind of try to ask them about where the line draws in any of these uh, situations, they never know. So that that's kind of the hard part in terms of being in the middle for many a people is not knowing where the line draws, whether is that, whether it's the fact that they don't know enough by the topic or they don't have some type of logical backing to kind of rely upon. Whereas obviously people in the liberals, they want to be everybody free, identify as what you want. And then people on the right have like, okay, religion, this is my moral compass and all that stuff. So, you know, that's uh, when you're right in the middle, if you don't have either of those things, it's harder for a lot of people to figure out, okay, where exactly is my moral lying towards, right? And try to use that as a fallback to any argument or debate or uh, counter argument to what they're saying. And yes, and sadly, a lot of debates I'm sure you're aware of lack the nuance and the capacity just to flesh out what was it mean to be a, a moderate or even even define um ten shades of moder of moderate of politics. I mean we, I hate to say it as especially social media people, both the left and the right, I blame equally. I don't know, they lack the nuance because to them this is like a team sport. I gotta one up the other person. No matter the cost. You know, the, the liberals make the conservatives look crazy and vice versa. So yeah, it, it's a bad mildly, it's a verbal bloodbath in social media. And then, of course, at worst, it just gets really violent in a literal sense it's because they simply disagree with each other. And disagreement equals hate, and that's not a good place to be, you know. And even in my show, just to do a little shameless plug in, I invite people from different political um, ideologies just to show what we have. And and obviously, I gel very easily with the with the center left and right more than the Demo the, the full blown Democrat and full blown Republican, because we have more things in common. Yeah, I you definitely know, see so. that. And the, another part to add on to that is the aspect of how, like you said, in terms of social media, in terms of media, and in terms of just general kind of you know interaction is kind of shaping issues from the extreme consistently even though most issues fall most issues fall in a kind of gray area it's uh, but like you said they they kind of paint these they use the extremes to kind of justify their positioning you know whether it's the fact that a uh, liberal is coming and trying to paint conservatives as all racist and you know want to tear down the government by raiding the white house on january 6th or something like a conservative going like, oh, all liberals are crazy. They just want to riot and tear down cities for like the BLM riots. So, you know, in those situations, they try to use extremes and justify their positions when uh, at the end of the day, most people don't even agree with either of those circumstances in the first place. Now, the extremes do agree with they try to justify it and then it's, it's just stupid and idiotic. Um but for the most part, most people realize that those are just foolish people doing foolish things, you know. So, um, and I think one thing I want to add: they get rewarded with a lot of attention, unfortunately. Even though they're the minority, 
but they get the majority of the attention, especially in social media and media. And media. Yeah, their their eyes sell. Their eyes sell. Uh, so my question for you, I think a lot of people on my podcast know how I became kind of in the middle, kind of did a brief overview. So how did you end up becoming an independent voter? You did mention earlier the fact that you used to kind of align with whichever side you used to align with. So what kind of turned you into the middle uh, as of right now? All right, I give the short, very short version of it. When I first started politics, this is when Obama was running for president. I was center left. I've always been kind of a centrist, even when I was started politics, even as 18 years old. I started as center left because to me at the time, the Democrats seemed like the lesser of the two evils. I was a big fan about them, but you know, I'll say, okay, Obama's very charismatic. I think we should give him a chance. We could find put a, a slight different makeup, a little more color to the presidency, if you will. Because, like, let's just be clear, all of them has been white men. And even though we're supposed to be a free a free country, but even socialist countries have achieved to have diversity in their leadership. I just don't want diversity, even either just for the sake of diversity. I want excellence regardless. You know, regardless of the, the skin color or even if it's a trans person, even being the greatest leader. I, I, you know, I will um, support. I will support them. Yeah, but but they have to demonstrate on um, Mexican quality. And to me, at the time, Obama was the was the better choice. He was charismatic, more articulate than John McCain. And I was really anti-Bush at that time, so I was already going against John McCain. Even though at certain points, I agree with him because he sounded more realistic at times when he debated. But I was ready for a change because I really I was not a big fan of Bush. So I started off as center left. Fast forward to 2014, once I start seeing the wokeness and all this stuff came in, I temporarily joined the Republican Party for only two years. And then by the time I saw Donald Trump got elected, oh shit, I need to jump this ship as well. I said, it's nice knowing you crazy people, but I'm going to become independent and I think I'm going to stay there for the rest of my life and I am perfectly content with that. But just similar to you, um, I've gotten... Praise and criticism, backlash from both sides of the aisle. It depends on the issue. When it comes to policing, I get more attack from the right. When it comes to um trying to be rational on what was the issue, um, how to get rid of Trump in a more legalistic without being hyperpartisan, the left attacked me first. So, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're stupid. So, no, I really think you're stupid. And sadly, I've, I have stooped myself down to their level. You know, I haven't always done that right. Maintaining, you know, this 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 Zen level, just okay. Just let them attack me. Doesn't matter. They're ignorant. No, I have stooped down to their level. Even um, call them names because um, I'm I'm not a pushover. I am ready to get down when it comes to conflict. Even though I never, I didn't think I was, but when push comes to shove, you know, I come from New York, and we ready to get down. <laughs> Listen, that's it's gonna happen. And, you know, I try to avoid a fight, but the last resort is I'm not going to, I'm not going to lay down quietly um, because hey, it, come, it came from very volatile to threatening and I don't take threats very lightly. So, you know, that, you know, it's even gotten to that on point a few times um, and it's not pretty, but this is the, the sadly, this is the culture that we are in. It's very hyper partisan, super divided culture. That sadly, it's it's. I think it's hard being in the middle 
the most is it's the hardest. If you're team Democrat or team Republican, you have a slightly easier time because at least you know who your teammates or whatever is the you know, team. Because the way I see it, it's like a team sport. It's a team sport. So at being in the middle, right of center, left or right. Yeah, it, it it's hard sometimes because it's, it's it depends on the the issue. Uh, when it comes to immigration, I think I've been attacked a little more on the left on that. Abortion I've been attacked on the left. Um, history, I was attacked on the left more than more than. Actually, I got attacked by both sides on the right, right and left because they want to reshape history. I said, hell no, leave truth what it is. I need the beautiful. I need the ugly. I even need the boring parts. I want to make history as true. And as comprehensive and as complete as possible, you know, that means we're going to need the ugly, we're going to need the accomplishments, we're going to need all of that. And we're also going to need the obscure stuff that most people don't know. So that, you know, that's, yeah, that's the thing that I, you know, that's the, I'm still wrestling with, you know, to make sure I maintain my sanity and try to just, you know, just hear them out, see where they're coming from. And, the biggest part that actually, just to, just to wrap this up, the biggest part that alarms me the most is that a lot of people got opinions, but they can't back it up, both the left and the right. Strong opinions, but not having a logical framework to back it up effectively. Mm. It's just it's just team sport. It's just it's just like a team sport. Yeah. Okay, he's my teammate. I mean, the teammate could kill a person, but oh no no, he got to do it. It was self defense. You know, he clearly hit the person first. No, sometimes he was gonna kill. If he didn't do that, it was killed or be killed. Well, they justify it. You can put a Democrat or a Republican, they'll they'll do the similar thing. So I just think being in the middle is the best thing, and that's the best thing I could do in this crazy politics. We definitely need a third party. Um I recommend no labels to no labels trying to unite Democrats and Republicans to find a moderate um version of the law, which I think is a pretty good thing. That's the organization I've been following more closely, no labels. Mm, interesting yeah um the third party would be would be fascinating but at the end of the day trying to find a a strong foundation in terms of where their kind of ideologies lie will always be tough because i think most people are not capable of being able to find that fine line and i think the people who for the most part can don't care enough to even be partake right so I think that's the uh, troubling part regarding that situation, um, but for the most part, you know, I'm I'm with you in terms of you know how toxic both sides are. They are the uh, two sides of the same coin, as I like to say. They're literally both get equally as emotionally triggered by any given situation, and they are just as uh, emotional in terms of how they respond. So. You know, not really any difference. It's just like what they're, what side they're kind of vouching for in terms of uh, the left and the right. Mostly the 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 crazy extremes on both sides, to be honest. Um, with that said, in terms of the left or right, kind of want to kind of paint a picture. Uh, do you? What are like three three things for both the left, both the right, Democrat, liberal, conservative, Republican? What are the three biggest issues you have with both sides, and then what are three ish? What are three things that you like from both sides? All right, oh, I mean, definitely me as a center person, lean slightly right 
right right now. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be a uh, a pretty tough one to answer. But if I'm, if I'm gonna have to break it down, um, because I don't want to get too long with it, feel free to cut me off. Okay, when it comes to Democrats, the whole woke language pisses me off. I said, do we really need to talk like this? Talk in layman's terms to attract the average American, because we ain't going to be talking all this nonsense. And me, I have a Latin, Latino background, and I'm with the majority of Latinos. We don't like the whole woke, woke language thing. We find it very condescending, disingenuous, and out of touch with reality. So even if it's even left-leaning, even some left-leaning Latinos don't like it, except for the progressive ones, obviously. They embrace they embrace the whole thing. That'll be that'll be one problem I have with the with the Democrats on the whole wokeness. Now for the Republicans, even though I do believe in Christian rights, I just what ticks me off about the right is how hypocritical they are. Because no, if you're gonna be a Christian, a Christian has a much higher standards than most people when it comes to presenting themselves. They cannot enjoy provoking other people. There's a biblical quote about that, Second Timothy. Look at it. I am not making this up. If you love seeking controversy, if you love being controversial just for the sake of being controversial, that is problematic. And and some right wingers really do embrace that. Um, I can give you a few names. Um, well, it used to be Milo Yiannopoulos, um, but you know he went downhill from there because he couldn't. Yeah, I saw our recent debate he had with uh, Destiny. It was a uh, very, very pathetic. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, and I've I have been looking up for Destiny. Destiny actually has peaked my interest recently. Milo, I barely pay attention to him. I don't take it very seriously. I have to be brutally honest. Milo, I got a pretty low opinion of the guy. Very, very, very low opinion. I'd rather give a, a left-leaning person more of the benefit of the doubt than him, um, unfortunately. And he did it to himself, so I can't feel bad. He really did it to himself. All right, so so that'll be one thing I have a problem with, the because Republicans, they want to say, oh, there's use a harsh language to take down the trans and all of that. Well, especially Matt Walsh, prime example. Um, I mean, I look, you could criticize the trans ideology. I will agree with that. But if you're going to bash the person, if you make the attacks on the person, you lose my support, even though I agree with you ideologically. So, mm. no, we need to win people, not alienate people. And Jesus loves everybody. So if we're going to preach Christian love. Uh, we need to be critical at the ideology itself. Don't make it personal and some republicans have a hard time doing that the transition is gotta... a documentary what is a woman i did not i don't got the time to give him hours for that but i did saw his criticism of dylan mulvaney and that one look i agree with criticizing the ideology not the person and a lot of it was towards the person and even yeah. a lot of them on the right wing was just uh yeah. Yeah, I'll be She's honest, spicy. I did uh I did watch the What is a Woman documentary um because it kept on appearing on my page. I was like, you know what? Let me check it out. Um I did learn quite a bit in regards to uh trans the origins of gender studies, which is a little shady. 
um, from what the documentary said, and the kind of perception of trans rights, even in education. A lot of things was very eye-opening. In the documentary, he's definitely less himself, in the sense that he 100% likes to attack people, and that's very uh, annoying. Um, but in the documentary, he kind of just presents the information and asks questions, which I respect, which makes the documentary pretty good and what it uh, what it provides. I'm yet to hear. I do. I am interested to hear people, someone who can make counterpoints to everything the documentary says, because a lot of what the documentary says is very damning. Not gonna lie, um, for gender studies and trans right, more so gender studies in trans rights, not you know female lady studies you know what i'm saying so um it was a uh, very eye-opening but uh yeah matt walsh can be a pretty big asshole for sure 100 percent. not yet so i got issues with both parties um how to handle it left wing is just essentially just let it all out which i i would personally um disagree because i don't want i don't have a kid of my own yet but I would not want my nieces and nephews just to be very confused in there. But once they turn 18, this is where I'm going to get very centrist. You do whatever the hell you want. Rather I like it or not, that's my problem. Yeah, I agree. Once I, you're an adult, you make your own decisions. Yeah, you make your own decisions. Rather I like it or not, that's irrelevant. Who cares, right? You're an adult. You should have enough experiences, you know, because when you're doing it to kids and all that, I just don't think... Me personally, I just don't think it's right. I think that's just pushing the envelope way too far. And now there are some people, some young people that's regretting transitioning. Now they were doing a detransitioning. Um, I don't want to say movement, but that trend is beginning to grow a, a little bit, at least a little by little based on I was able to gather. Did together. you hear about the uh, situation in Wisconsin where um, a couple 14-year-old girls were showering in their high school uh, locker room? And a trans male came in the locker room who was 18 and showered completely naked in front of them. And then they reported it. Well, they didn't report it. They told a friend and the friend reported it. And now their mothers are extremely upset. Do you hear about that? Yeah. No, I have not heard about that particular one. But I did hear a couple of instances similar to that. I mean, as a parent, I would be, I'm pretty sure I would be uh, upset. Me? Me, just to make a rational solution, trans are going to need their own separate bathroom. That's just me. If, if you have a big place, have a third bathroom. You know, that's, that's, that's just my solution to it. If it means bringing more dollars, because look, excluding and hating any group of person, rather you agree, disagree with them, not, it's just wrong, period, no matter what's justification. I mean, I don't have to agree with their lifestyle, but I will not hate them. I will defend them just like anybody else. They are they are fellow human beings at the end of the day. They, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I have made mistakes even attacking that in the past. Now, now to reflect saying, wait a minute, I need to attack the ideology, not the person. Sometimes I went too far, even attacked the person. There was a few instances I was no better than watched Matt Walsh on my um, podcast, but I didn't stretch it as long as he did. He, I mean, he just went bulldozing into the thing. Me, the most I did was just give a couple of scratches, then back then back off. You know, which mm, means yeah. meaning my attack was more mild compared to his. Still wrong. Still wrong. You know. Yeah. I, I uh, have a question later for you and in, in reference to uh the trans stuff. 
And it's very kind of more like a insightful question. I'm curious on your opinion about that. But what what is one so thing you like from either side? Okay, well, for both sides, actually, right, right, for both sides. Well, for the Democrats, I like how they try to look out for the little, you know, for the little more marginalized people. That part I like for the Democrats. Um, that that shows that. You, that they have a broader mindset when it comes to that. That part, I, I like Democrats. I do agree. Diversity is um, strength. I absolutely agree with that. A thousand percent. That part, I would never change. Having multiple cultures. I mean, I was raised in New York City. <laughs> I mean, it's extremely diverse. You go to almost any restaurant you could think of. South African, Thai, Chinese, Argentinian, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Mexican. What have you? Um, you know, they have all just about a lot of kinds of restaurants, which I think diversity is great. I mean, if it was just imagine if it was all, I mean, well, sadly, now all neighborhoods are made equally here, but imagine if all of it was too much Latino, too white, too black, too Asian, it would get kind of tiring. Um, at least for me, it would get very tiring. So, me, that's all about New York City. It's have so much so much options when it comes to um food and the reason why i pick food because that's the easy way i can connect to the culture um it might be it might make me a fat ass but hey, that's how i connect to things that that's how i connect um with um different cultures and learn about um what they do and study and i also like the histories of many nations unfortunately i won't have the lifetime to study the whole entire world but um, I do I do like that, and it broadens my horizons. I mean, I talked to a Bangladeshi person one time, and I kind of guide him to do better. He has such slow self-esteem, smart man, but self-esteem was so low. And thank God I was able to shake that low self-esteem out of him. He started doing better for himself. His game is that nice little push. I said, sir, your English is good. Forget about your accent. People's going to have to deal with your accent, okay? They're going to have to love it or they're going to have to just go away, okay? I think your accent is great. Listen, I'm tired of hearing the New York accent myself, so <laughs> go ahead, continue your Bangladeshi accent. Keep it. <laughs> I tell, keep it. That makes you you, okay? Everybody got an accent. I'm sure I'll go to South Africa. They're going to think I have a weird accent, all right? Mm-hmm. Everybody got an accent, okay? So don't don't worry about that stuff. You'll do just fine in New York City. I won't. I won't be. I'm not too sure if you will go to Iowa. You have the same opportunities. I doubt it. But New York City, they, they got opportunities. Um, you know, especially you search hard and hustle hard enough. Um, even though it's so damn expensive, but that's the that's a different story. So diversity is the thing I like from Democrats, especially in particular. I don't believe in excluding not one person because. I think diversity is really, really great. For the Republican side, um, what I like about the Republican side is sometimes I like their communication style. It's simple. It's effective. That's, to me, that's the biggest problem with the Democrats. They sometimes make things too complicated. Simple branding. Republicans are very good at that. And if they're going to bullshit, they're going to bullshit well together. Because they have simple, effective messaging. So I like how the Republicans message. So that will be the number two for the Republican side. And 
And um, and going back to the Republican side, I will like and I like the right to bear arms thing. I am pro Second Amendment, um, because because hey, you're gonna have to defend yourself at some point, especially if I move out of New York. I mean, I don't need a gun right now. We have the police; you know, they take forever. But if I'm gonna move to a red state, I'm gonna have to learn how to use a gun because police is scarce. Houses are further apart, and I'm sure I'll be able to scare a thief with a gun. Do you believe um, in permitless carries? Hmm? Do you believe in permitless carries? As of right now, more than Oh, permitless carries. Oh, that part I'm a moderate. No, I think think we need a um, permit, but I've seen that a lot of counties have permitted that, and that's why I'm a moderate. I think that's too far so any no more than half the states are uh permitless carry right now yeah so yeah no i read up yeah i read up on that i forget the exact number maybe 26 or 27 states 26 with uh florida recently oh yeah so that's more than that's barely more than half right there yeah i think i think that's i think that's crazy you see i won't agree with that that's where you lose me I believe people should have. Come on, if you're a responsible gun owner, what do you have to hide? Okay, you're a responsible gun owner, uh, but you're not gonna allow just some, I don't know, 18 year old who got drunk or whatever is to get a gun and just shoot up the place just because he's having a bad day. No, I think this is the reason why mass shootings are happening more often. I won't be surprised there'll be a correlation to that. As much as I agree with the Second um, Amendment. That's to me, that's pushing it too far. Just like I'm not a big fan of sanctuary city or state either. I think that's pushing things um too far. That's that's creating leaks in the system. Anything extremist is what I'm strongly against. Interesting. You know? I don't really know. In terms of permitless carries, I'm not a hundred percent uh the premise does definitely sounds uh sketchy uh, in terms of anybody being able to carry a gun in any situation. However, I never. I'm currently doing uh, research and whether there's an actual correlation to a permitless carry state and anything dangerous. I don't think mass shootings have anything to do with anything gun related inherently. I think it's purely a mental illness situation, personally, um, and that's more of a direct response with how United States is currently culturally. Uh, so that's something we have to fix, um, which is a lot harder to fix considering not recognizing the problem at hand some people a lot of people are just saying take all your guns away but that's not going to fix the issue you know we are having more and more mental illness problems we're we're having more and more suicide problems um and i think there's stuff to correlate it to but most part these are not talking points so uh that's what I personally think is in reference to mass shootings, personally. Yeah. No, no, actually, yeah, I would have to, um, no, I have to agree with that. Let me just be clear. I don't want, I don't want to make it all of it just based on permanent case, but I won't be surprised if they're just maybe a tertiary factor of increasing it, not the main thing. I do agree with you. Mental illness, I think, is the biggest component of increasing mass shootings. If people's more depressed, more isolated than ever, more unhinged than ever. I mean, we could blame so many things, maybe the structure of the family, definitely social media, cable news media, or or crazy media that brainwashes um, people. Um, 
that makes me want to do crazy things. And I mean, those people were already damaged before. I believe these things are more an accelerant. Yeah. For, stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised that uh if uh permless carries increased gun violence. I t- I wouldn't be surprised in that, obviously. But I don't even know if that's a situation the gun violence increases because it's a criminal act or is it increases because of self defense. So like I said, there's a lot of research that goes into that aspect of uh permless carries and it's kind of weird how DeSanta has kind of just signed the bill with nobody paying attention. I don't know. I think he kind of just did that to favor some people more so than he believes in it. But, you know, that's how politics is. You kind of just do things to favor people as of right now. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he is slick sometimes, that one. I mean, I mean, and I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, he even signed into uh, some abortion rights too in that, in that state. So he's not going far right when it comes to completely banning abortion. Yeah. Which, that's interesting, which is interesting because I think he wants to please, I think, some of the some of the voters who start going for him. I mean, he made a state solid red, so I think he wants to keep that influence because I think a lot of counties flipped red. Even counties used to be blue for a long time. So I think he wants to keep some of those people you know, locked into him. You know, that's my theory, at least. Yeah. You know? So, to kind of do the same exercise for moderates, what is one positive you could say about being a moderate versus what is one negative of being a moderate? Well, let's see. So, being a moderate is great because you have, I believe, a more rational objective vantage point of view when it comes to politics as opposed to being the trenches of team red or team blue that's a plus to me and i enjoy that it could be a bit more objective i mean don't get me wrong moderates got their own set of biases but you're different kind of biases um so i think that's a big plus the negative is sometimes getting our point across since we are so nuanced i don't think um an average brain that's naturally impatient won't grasp it that's a definite disadvantage of being in my i mean you already pointed out before sometimes it's hard for us to get to um the point and that happens with me um sometimes especially on certain issues that i'm not well versed in um what's the issue i'm not well versed in i'm not gonna lie even though i lean left as of now, like climate change, I don't believe I'm the most well-versed person in it, but based on what I was able to gather, so far I lean to the I lean to the center um, left. I do agree we need to take care of our Earth better, but, but you know, at the same time... The question is, um, what's the yeah. extent of human uh, impact on climate change, or was the inevitability in the first place? That's really the question on climate change. Some people believe we are we are the reason why the earth is going in a bad direction and some people believe we are a very 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 small percentage of the reason why it's going there it was going to go there anyway so that's that's kind of like the issue with climate change right now me i just ground in the perspective of taking care of the backyard just take care of the damn thing do your part do your part that's it i don't try to Forcing upon everybody, I don't. I don't like the the far left perspective. Well, the far right, they don't give a shit about the about the environment. You just 
dump anything and who cares and that's their thing. Even though some of them do believe in conservation, so I don't want to just oversimplify that. Some some right right leaning people do believe in conservation, but that's a term you would call it. They won't call it climate change. So there's a <laughs> so there's a little bit of a disconnect um, with that. Even though they want to take care of the Earth, which to me that's the common ground. I mean, you know, they just want to go to Mars, and just take over Mars. And I believe we're gonna do that. <laughs> the way we're going, we're gonna do that. Probably, probably we'll both be dead by then in our graves when they fully succeed. Or who knows? It could be faster than that. The way technology is uh, advancing. Yeah, technology's advancement is crazy. And now with AI, maybe they'll do entire thing before they take over all of humanity. You know, so maybe it will yeah. be good there. So, um, but yeah, for the most part, I agree with a lot of things you're saying. Like the positives in reference to being a moderate. Um, it really kind of frees you from the biases of either ideology. Um, and the negative, I kind of said it already, but kind of just say it one more time. The only negative I really see, or one important negative I see in reference to being a moderate is people not having the framework to substantiate their side. And that's the toughest part because you don't have this liberty, everybody's free, everybody identifies as whatever you want type of morality to this kind of pure justice and overall freedom that the left has, nor do you have the religious standing of to back out, to go back on whether it's Jewish, uh, Muslim, or Christianity. So you need to create it yourself. You need to figure out what your framework is and then then you can apply different issues to that framework. So that's the challenge of being a moderate um, is primarily figuring out your framework first and then going from there. Once you do figure out that framework, once everybody kind of figures out their own moral framework, um, barring the extremes, exceptions that are just psychopaths, barring those psychopaths, most people if you really think about it, it would end up moderate if they're able to create that. It's just for, as of right now, you're either on the right, either religiously, militarily, or economically, or you're on the left because, um, it's mostly a young thing too, because of individual freedom and expression, because you hate violence, because you, um, go to college for the most part. So, you know, that's just how it is as of right now. And that's uh, something you have to consider if you want to stay away from either side, you know. Now, yes, and I think as a general group using simplistic um, perspective, we're all over the place, <laughs> generally speaking, within the center. Yeah, Not center left, center right, or just center, center, <laughs> or just pure centrist, which is extremely rare. Yeah, we're just kind of all all over the place because the way the the way I have analyzed it, I use polls that includes independents. Like independents will favor Republicans or some things, independents will favor Democrats or things. I vote ID. I was somewhat shocked that that they will agree more Republicans and with the vote ID thing more than um. 
Democrat perspective. However, they agree with Democrats more when it comes to you know, like abortion, things like that. So we the ones that kind of chooses the winner unless the state is solid or, the, or, or the county look like red or blue. So if, if it if it swing, um, the moderate voice is the most powerful one. Yeah. But that's not also, situation. another thing, the reason why people like the left so much is because it's honestly more fun to be left if we're being completely honest like all the sex you can want you can do whatever you want you have all these like emotional friends that will always back you for anything you do you're never in the wrong you were the good guy in every situation like if it's hey man it's probably more fun to be on the left you can you can go crazy over there without any backing you can do whatever you want you could be a dog for all you care so you know you can do whatever you want um so my my final question before we wrap things up, because I said I did have a question uh, that I wanted to ask you to kind of get your perspective on, is so my current kind of vantage point in reference to looking at the uh, trans uh, climate, trans culture as of right now, is I watched a video and they were talking about, you know, trans issues. And originally we know that, you know, being trans was very much associated with gender dysphoria um that's where it kind of started out and the essence of gender dysphoria is not is a mental illness obviously and it's usually caused from some type of a like trauma as a child you know abuse etc right now i watched this video and uh, trans uh there's trans do transitioners and trans people talking about trans issues and when they reference whether or not trans being trans is a mental illness a lot of people who were trans said it is not a mental illness so i was looking at it i was like okay the the original reason why you know trans uh was a thing is because of a mental illness gender dysphoria now you're saying it's not a mental illness which is very interesting so the original reason why we wanted to accept more trans people is to be cognizant of these people suffering from the mental illness and give them a place to belong but now if the 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 purpose of being trans has expanded as of right now to being something beyond a mental illness does that mean that as of right now being trans is more of a trend and what i mean by that is that back in the day if someone was a boy and he's slightly feminine you would just be like a tom girl or whatever grow up and either be more feminine, maybe gay, or just go out of it and is, you know, just masculine, or vice versa with a female. But now, if you're even slightly feminine, you're immediately just trans because it's not a mental illness thing, it's kind of a way of life. So if you are this, if there's a slight inclination, slight inclination, you're not acting how a boy or a girl should act, then you're immediately just trans. Is that the, is that, the direction that the trans climate and United States culture is going into, or do you think it's uh, not that serious? Well, I definitely do see it as a growing trend. Um, and a, and a, and the fact that a lot of people don't talk about is the chemicals, um, that even influence it as well. And the biological level, especially all this artificial, um, bridge BPA stuff, whatever has influence, um, 
people in the hormone groves has been disrupted, especially among the male gender more than females. Not saying females are not immune to it. They are a part of it as well. But so far, I've seen a little more on boys transitioning to girls rather than vice versa. I do see it um, definitely as a growing trend. Some people, I believe some people are doing it because it's just a cool thing to do, to be honest, even though it's, to me personally, it's crazy. But hey, that's your body, your choice, right? You know, the end of the day. So I believe it's that. Um, I still believe um, me personally, I want to say that because this thing is evolving. That's the thing I got to keep in mind because this is a very recent, um, the way I see a more recent development. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's been around for a long time, but it just exploded into mainstream media and is evolving quickly right in front of our um, eyes because it's true, you know, mental, you know, it was considered mental illness. I still um, believe it is, but hey, I think it's up to, I personally believe it's up to them just to um, figure it out. If I be called transphobe for his perspective, so be it. Um, but I, I just think that if they're going to make that choice, they have to really think about the pros and cons, just like any other big decision, you know. And, you know, they're, you know, and just to think that guys act feminine or women acting masculine, I don't think it makes them trans right away. But sadly, since we're so conditioned to think that way, we just jump to that conclusion instead of just maintaining the nuances. You know, you know, some guys have feminine features and some women got masculine features. I mean, that's always been the thing. Um, even um, back then, but since we culturally think, okay, he's acting more feminine, he likes to wear dresses, okay, he's immediately trans. Me, I believe you have to physically go through the surgery, just for, just for me personally, to call you a trans. Not just a boy act like a girl. I will be more like a cross-dresser or a drag queen. Um, to me, there are two different um, things. Trans is you got to actually go through the surgery, just go through a gender transition. That's the way I see it. That's a bit of a long-winded answer, but this is a very recent issue. I don't have a clean, short, concise answer to um, all of that. And I just believe children should not be transitioning. I would say that statement again. Once they're adult, you do whatever the hell you want, whether I like it or not. I don't don't have to like it. Okay, I understood. Yeah, for the most part, it's an interesting thing to think about um, if it's kind of turning into that if it's kind of transitioning into that uh, direction, no pun intended. Um, And if it is, that just, you know, don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Most likely, I would say, if we're kind of reaffirming that much, that it's kind of a bad thing, especially with all the people who are detransitioning. So um, something to consider at the very least. I don't know if being trans is necessarily a trend, but being part of the LGBTQ+, I definitely think is becoming a trend, 100%. And trans might be part of it, but I think that community is becoming a trend. I've talked about it before. Um, I know why they're becoming a trend, um, because they offer a safe haven for like you to be who you are. And it kind of is like a where to belong if you're an outcast type of group nowadays. So obviously all those people who have no friends, don't belong in sports, don't belong in video games, all that stuff, they go to the LGBTQ plus community. So I understand why it exists. I do think it has a place, but the there's there's lines that need to be drawn. There are lines, obviously, with everything, you know, with religious people too. So, yeah, I mean, the only thing I want to add for the religious point of view is 
don't beat somebody up with a Bible. Okay, if they don't want to be what God that's their choice. I mean, there's a biblical quote saying, if they reject you, just your feet, move on. And I think people miss that. I'm a Christian myself. I'm a I um I like to say I'm a proud Christian. Um sometimes I don't feel proud. Uh, and that's kind of an oxymoron too. You're not supposed to be proud. God resists the proud. So I have to stop saying that if I'm gonna be biblically consistent. It is a deadly um, sin. Yeah, so you know. I have to stop saying that, even though it's a bad habit of mine. You know, I'm I'm willing to admit my habits right there, right on the spot. So, because I'm not gonna play perfect, I'm not gonna play judge. You know, that's the great God's job. Um, so I don't want to take that spot. I've tried it. Um, it actually almost made me went to a mental breakdown. So, <laughs> no, Understood. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. But I will try to be as Christian as I could be. Try to be a good Christian. You know. That that that's my thing. If people if people don't want to be Christian, that's their choice. Gotta respect it. Yeah. Uh do you have any final words before we wrap it up? Um, no, I think we had a great discussion. I believe so. We definitely try to maintain as much nuance as I could say that with a thousand percent confidence. You know, it's not easy to do it in a certain time bracket, rather be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, a little easier in an hour, but definitely the 20 minute, 30 minute format is a lot harder unless you focus on one topic. So I, I, I believe, um, I actually learned some things or even confirmed some things that I have on before that I didn't have, you know, I, and just for the, yeah, that's all to say. I think it's a great discussion. I mean, I would like to come back if it's, that's, um, possible whenever, um, Whenever you think it's the time, because I think um, these conversations should not be a one-time thing, for sure. Yeah, yeah I feel um, I agree, and I wouldn't. Uh, I don't mind having you back, of course. A lot of things to talk about, of course, and uh, especially with the upcoming election and all the crazy stuff that's happening with the, you know, the U.S. debt ceiling stuff that's going on with Tucker Carlson getting fired from Fox because he keeps on saying the election was a fraud. With, you know, you know, China and Russia want to take over the world. You know, there's a lot of things just going on in the world that need to be talked about. So, um, appreciate you coming on, Elias. Of course, make sure to check out his information. That will be on the website, www.thetrendwithrtlfaith.com. Make sure you give a rating on this podcast. Five stars, much appreciated. Leave a review, of course, to get shouted out. Hope you guys enjoyed. Y'all have a good one. Stay tuned for next Monday.